Hi everyone, welcome to episode nine. I'm Danny. This is Megan. We are going to talk about everything. Well, maybe not everything, but a lot of our favorite things today. Yeah, our recent favorite things or all-time favorite things. Well, actually, it was an activity in class. Our professor asked us this, so I kind of want to talk about it because I think I haven't shared this information with Megan for some time. Hmm. Or maybe we talk about it every day. <laughs> so let's start off. What is your favorite color right now? Pink. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, when we talk about pink, we always think of Maria. Yes. You know, my favorite color back then was blue,、mm-hmm. and yours is always red, right?、Mm-hmm. But is it a sign that we're getting older, or I don't know what it is? But I mean, the phase of going through pink right now. I think for me, I just have a t- higher tolerance of pink because it used to be I would just. Pink is definitely not my thing. People don't imagine me wearing pink, but now I can kind of like right now. I'm knitting a pink hat for myself. <laughs> but then, my favorite color is still red.、Mm. I think that wouldn't change because that's I don't know. Un- unless if I, anyways, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to talk about that right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So your favorite color right now is pink. Yeah, but I don't wear any pink clothes. It's just stuff I use. I like to see more pink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to. But you don't have to really wear it to represent. That's your favorite color, I think. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, let's move on. Next question: What is your favorite book? It can be all time. It can be recent. Recently, I finished listening a book called Green Lights. I think I told、oh, you.、Yeah. Oh my god! I not only I like the book, the content, but also I listen on Audible. So、mm-hmm. he read it himself, and I love his voice. Are you sure you love that book? Not just because you love the voice. <laughs> I think both. His content is very interesting, and his voice is just、ah, so soothing. Not even me. Only even George said he likes his voice. Oh, interesting. Yeah,、That's、it's a good, good. book though. Very,、um, very practical. So you mean practical, meaning that he teaches you something in the book? Yeah, he talks about his life stories and what he learned from these life events. So what's the author's name? He's he's an actor. Right? Yeah, he is.、Okay. He's a director, actor, yeah, a writer. Yeah. Just for a reference, he's actually a really famous actor. Just Megan just didn't know.、That. I know his name. I just don't know how to say it. Ma- Ma- Megan, <laughs> David, Megan, Megan, is that Megan? Do <laughs> sounds good. How about you? What's your favorite book right now? Hmm, I don't have one right now, but. If I have to talk about two books I like, so one is very academic. It's called Thinking Fast and Slow. It's by、mm. a psychologist, and he's also a professor. He's very well known in his industry, which right now I don't remember his name. But this book, it was so tough for me to read, and I haven't even finished. It's really 
it's a huge book mm-hmm. and he talks about psychology terms um, in a quite academic way meaning that if you don't know anything about psychology you might not understand what he's talking about but the reason i like this book is because even though it's so hard to read but you always want to keep reading because whatever he says it's very interesting it's the phenomenon that he talks about after you finish the chapters you walk out of your door you realize what he's explaining in an academic way it happens every day in real life and then you Mm kind of just it makes sense to you even more and then the second book is it's not a one book well anyways i will actually say my favorite author so her name is giovanna giovanna fletcher and she is a very well-known author I really like her writing. I think she is definitely my all-time favorite fiction writer because her writing, even though she writes fictions, you don't feel like you're reading it as, oh my gosh, I'm 16. This is the only, this is the thing I'm going to read and I'm 30. I can't read it anymore. No. Even though the story, it's romance story, you can always read it no matter what age you are just because of her writing is so smooth. Because I think sometimes it's hard for me to find a favorite book in English because the language part and sometimes if I read something, the language is not that good. I just don't want to read it anymore. And But her books, no matter, I've read three of her books now and all of them are just really good you want to read the next sentence after you read it and then you want to keep going the story she creates of course it's a romance story so it's very interesting but the book right now that i'm reading it's called eve of man she wrote it with her husband her husband also publishes books so she wrote the book with him in the sense that it's a story about this girl that she, she's born after 50 years, that in this 50 years, there's there's no girl born in the world. So mm. she's the first girl born in 50 years. So she has put, so that's why they, uh, her name is Eve. And so they make her as this, I wouldn't say goddess, but definitely the most important person in the world, just because she's a girl. So, she, so she kind of makes the world um, happy again because human is able to pre- rep- human is able to reproduce again because mm. in the fifty years it was always boy babies, mm. and she writes the girl part. So we have a main character girl character and then we have a main boy character so she writes everything that the girl is thinking is doing and everything around the girl and her husband writes the boy part Hmm. so every time you see each chapter almost it's more um eve and then bram is the boy's name so eve and this all whole chapter is gonna be from her perspective and she writes that part and the next next chapter says bram is from her husband's per- perspective which is the boy perspective and he writes that chapter so oh, it's a very interesting way of writing i've never seen that before and i have to say just by reading the book i like her writing much better i think her writing her language is just much smoother mm. <laughs> um but yeah 
So she is my all-time favorite author, and I like all the books I've read from her. And she is also the promoter of Happy Mom, Happy Baby, which that theory just really touches my heart. That she believes when parents are happier, the child will be happier, and that's what I'm going to leave off for my work ethic. <laughs>、mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's an interest. I would recommend. I think I've recommend her books to you. Billy and Me is one. I don't remember. Anyways, <laughs> it's okay. So next question: What is your favorite season and why? My favorite season is fall. Okay, why? Um. I like the temperature. I think、mm. I I just had a lot of good memories when I was、uh, a child.、Mm. In fall in Inner Mongolia, that's where I was from.、Mm-hmm. Um, the leaves turn color. Oh, nice! And, yeah, and then it gets very windy. A lot of people don't like that season because it gets、yeah. very windy. When it gets windy in Inner Mongolia, it's like very sandy.、Mm. But I like the rain. And the the storms that we have, we we always have storms in in fall, and then the wind,、um, the just the temperature cooling down because the summer in my hometown is very very hot, like dry heat.、Mm. And so one fall hits, it just everything feels so uncomfortable. And I remember going to the park with my grandpa, and then collecting leaves in the park with my cousin.、Um, yeah, just a lot of good memories, and I always like the temperature and the colors. Well, yeah, that color definitely makes a great statement. Yeah, how about you?、Uh, I think it's hard to pinpoint because I love winter,、mm-hmm. but then the reason is only because if it snows. It's because you didn't grow up with snow. That's why I think it's so unique. Well, yeah, but then I've been in places enough that it snows, and for. Long enough, but I still love it. I just think snow is the best thing that falls from the sky. I don't know why, but it's so beautiful. And then you,、mm-hmm. you look around; it's so it's the silence, the silence that snow creates. I love. And then you look around; everything's white. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, so that's the reason I like winter. And then also another of my favorite season has to be summer. Because I was from a tropical place, so during the summer you get all the tropical fruits、mm. possible, and that's just the best thing ever, ever. And I always—that's why I always wish I can go back to my hometown during the summer, because just all the fruits. Ugh, I, I, You're drooling now. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's so hot and humid in my in my hometown, but I just like it so much.、Um, yeah, I think everybody's most people's favorite seasons are summer,、mm-hmm. especially people in Seattle. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, because you don't get much. You get like this, what two months? That's it. This this year summer was actually pretty long, but summer in Seattle is definitely wonderful, beautiful, and amazing to enjoy.、Mm-hmm. And I think different places have、uh, best seasons. Yeah, I think so.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.、And、Seattle in the fall is beautiful too. Yeah, but it rains a lot. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I like the fall here because you can see the color change. Yeah, because when I was in Arizona, there's not really a fall season because yeah. nothing changes. It's the same thing. And then you just put on one la one more layer, but not until December. <laughs> mm -hmm. So definitely, I would say winter or summer. Okay. So next question. So this episode is just going to be me asking Megan questions and we're going to share our favorite things. It's kind of random, but hopefully you enjoy it. And then, so next question is, who is your favorite singer? Uh, that's a tough one. It doesn't have to be one. It can be recently or two days ago. <laughs> I don't know, sometimes you hear a good song and then you listen to that person's song, you kind of like that singer. I really like Alicia Keys. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I like her voice a lot. Yeah, her songs are really good. It pierces your heart. Like it's, it has, it has volume. It has not only it sounds good, but it's, it's um, rich. Yeah. Yeah, her voice is really strong. Yeah, is that just like we have uh, somebody in China too? Her name is um, God. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not maybe next episode when we have to talk about names we have to re we have to prepare <laughs> you know my memory is fucking terrible uh the person who sings holai we have to ask someone else can you think of someone mm -hmm. we <laughs> 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 Oh, okay, okay. That's not her song. Mu Wen Wei. In Tian, Zabukai Dung the Fang Jen, Dang So Yo Sushi, the Eden Eden Chen Dian. Yeah, Mu Wen Wei and Alicia Keys are like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Similar type, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would. I, I was gonna. I would be surprised why you didn't mention her name earlier. Because, so when we were in high school, the only songs that Megan would sing, well, actually, not the only <laughs> songs, but definitely the first two songs that she would sing is by this singer. Mm -hmm. So, what is your favorite thing now that has dramatically changed from ten years ago? One thing that has changed from ten years ago that I really like. What's yours? Let me think about it. Um, I really like cook and clean. <laughs> Cooking clean? Cook and clean. Just so you know, oh, more, I think, clean. like... Just you get more uh -huh. impulsive. I mean, <laughs> OCD after. Yeah. No, I mean, I was then too, but like not as extreme at all. I mean, I think about I'm 28 now, 10 years ago, I'm 18. I think that's when I just started cooking. I mean, I didn't dislike it, but I definitely didn't love it. Mm -hmm. You know, I did it just because I had to eat. Mm -hmm. But as the years goes on, I learned to love cooking and definitely love cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay. Something I changed 
Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I just never pay attention. But now I like how I can appreciate education. Good class. That's a good one. Yeah, good classes really makes a difference. Good professor really makes a difference. Because I think before, even just talking about going to class, it's kind of dreadful. But now, I love going into classes. That's gonna teach me a lot, and I love going into work, learning new things. I think learning,、mm -hmm. maybe learning new things, it's something. Because before, I would, I would really only learn something that I'm interested in. Um, which、mm -hmm. I was fortunate, I found something, but still, it was more of oh, I had to do it type. But now I find more variety of things that I can learn, and I'm grateful that I can still learn. And there are a lot of things that's out there still I need to learn. So, yeah, I have to say it's that. That's a good one. I think I have changed my perspective on that too. Like when we were eighteen to twenty-five,、mm -hmm. during that time of schooling, it was like mandatory.、Mm -hmm. It was forced.、Exactly. You know, it wasn't really voluntary. Like now, when I pick a book,、uh, when I pick up a book and I read, literally is for my own interest.、Yeah. You know, it's not to pass a class. It's actually learning something I'm interested in. So, it's a huge different. A huge different mindset when you start learning from that perspective. Exactly. So you're just gonna skip asking me what's my who's my favorite singer. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. You did it so smoothly. I didn't even know how to cut you off. <laughs> so who's your favorite singer? <laughs> my favorite singer. Let me think about it. It has not changed for fifteen years, and oh my god, <laughs> there! I made a mistake. Sorry, guys, I made a mistake. I should have just, I should have ignored her and I just moved on. <laughs> How can you ignore me? Of course, the whole now I realize the whole episode. The reason why we're having this episode is because she can't talk about her favorite singer. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm. I was so blind. Well, we're already in the middle of recording, so we can't change the topic anymore. Ha ha ha! Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, in I haven't changed my favorite singer during the past fifteen years, and everyone who knows me or not know me knows that I have a favorite singer. Their name is TVXQ. Dongfang Shenqi, and they're a Korean. I never call them boy band. It sounds kind of. I don't like when people call groups boy bands, but they're a Korean K-pop group that has legendary made the history of the best K-pop. Okay, commercial is over. <laughs> Let's move to the next topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yes. So they're my favorite, and I think there will be my favorite until I go into my grave, and I will bring their album with me. <laughs> I will ask my dears to. 
burn their albums if I'm cremated. And if not, I'm just going to bring them to my grave with me. That's how much. How scary. <laughs> if TVXQ hear no, that, no, no. If, let them know. Dies, <laughs> no. if, if Danny dies, you guys are coming with her. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna probably die before me, anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. So I can maybe I can just lay in one of their graves. <laughs> oh my god, that's even more scary, Jesus! No, that's that's not something that I usually think about. Okay, it doesn't get that creepy. Okay. <laughs> The more you explain, the worse it gets. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and then I'm gonna start talking about how I have a tattoo of them, and then I also have a tattoo okay, of their okay. lyrics on my body. And I next question. Okay, I guess I will conclude with that because they were my um the rock that really. Helped me gone through the time when I was first came to the states, and I really valued, even though they don't even know that I exist, but because their experience in Japan was kind of similar than I had, so I feel like if I they could do it, I could do it. So at that point, they were really the strength that made me strong. So yeah, it's. I would. What, what did my boss say to me the other day? So they have a very special meaning in my life. So that's why. <laughs> long story short, <laughs> we can't talk about long stories. I'm trying not to comment. So, <laughs> so, so you won't go. <laughs> Good strategy. Good strategy. Okay, jumping to the next topic. What? Thank God. <laughs> Once Megan starts to recognize some of the members and start to recognize their name, that was my success because she doesn't rec recognize anything, any singers, <laughs> any names. So I made it. I made it, people. I made it. Anyways, okay. Next question: What is your favorite movie and drama? My favorite movie, Spirit Away. Oh, yeah, it's a very nice one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, talking about that. What? I'm going to the concert. Spirit that, Away? Uh, yeah. The, you know, all of his cartoons music is made by one composer, right? Oh. Yeah, so all of them, all the... All the movies that came out, it's made by one composer, and he's coming to New York <gasps> next year. Why didn't you tell me? I want to go too. Did you buy well, a ticket already? Yeah, I think there's. They still have tickets. I want to go. Okay, okay, we'll get one of the good ones, the good tickets. Awesome. Yes. So if you have never watched Spirit Away, it's a Cartoon about this girl and her parents going into this crazy world, and it. His cartoons always talk about deep meanings. So first, you might just think, "Oh, it's just a family going into this crazy world," but there's he talks about a lot about greediness and how the society has changed to a very bad 
plays and it's a very good movie to watch mm-hmm. but definitely my favorite it's so caring for my heart i don't know it's so pure yeah 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 i recently just watched it again still still so good so good yeah mm-hmm. my favorite show um so shows by definition is like in series right as long as it's in series then it's a show i guess why uh, then my favorite show is Intao Xiao Wanzi. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, and like all the modern shows, like drama or uh, documentary, whatever, I never watched it again. You know, I never, mm. I watched it. Okay, it was good. It was interesting, but I wouldn't rewatch it. But yeah. Intao Xiao Wanzi, which is also a cartoon, I would wear, I would watch it when. I'm feeling low or feeling down like all the time. I will. I wouldn't mind having it as a background sound, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cute. Also, it's another cartoon that will tell you deep meanings in the yeah. light. Mm-hmm. How about you? My favorite movie. I'm kind of torn. I was thinking about this, but and I'm I'm kind of torn between One Day. And the Danish girl. Oh, yeah. Because one day, I wouldn't say I really wouldn't say it's the best movie out there, and I wouldn't say it's the best product, um, production. And despite the horrible British accent that Anne Hathaway had, <laughs> I didn't think so. But all the people around me tell me, "Oh my god, that was a really bad one." But the stories that they were trying to portray, how, because sometimes, sometimes we like to wait for people, right? We don't care about how our life needs to go on. If we see someone that we love, we want to wait for that person, kind of forever. And this story kind of tells you, yeah, you can, you probably will wait, but at the end. It might not happen as what you expected, and and it also tells the story of if you love someone, don't be awkward. Just let them know, and otherwise you might regret at the end. It wasn't a book that you were reading. Yes, yes, it was an, also the book that I wouldn't put it down because once you watch the movie and then you read the book, the book is so much detailed. Uh-huh. So then you kind of fit into the movie scenes. You, it, it was it was my favorite book at the time. Yeah, I remember watching it. It was very sad at the end. Uh, she, yeah. No, no, no bloopers. <laughs> yeah, okay. I won't, I won't say anything. But if anybody want to go watch it, it's a, it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Danish Girl was also a really good movie. Both okay. movies, I cried my eyes out. I mean, Danish Girl. The second time I watched it, I cried. Like if somebody actually died right next to me, it was. Yeah, it. What, what's amazing about those movies is like they really uh, make you feel it, like in your mm-hmm. bones. Like yeah. you know, just like uh, that drama, K drama. Uh, one liter of tears. What's that? Yi Gong Sheng Lian Lei. Oh, that's not a K drama. That's a J drama. 
Oh, is that a children? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is a Japanese drama.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like you are. She is like your. I don't know your mom, your sister, your、yeah. daughter. You know, like the、yeah. way that you feel about the whole storyline is like amazing. You feel so attached. Exactly.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always tell people when I watch Japanese drama, I think especially drama, is that it might not have a plateau. It might, it might not be too excited, but then you find yourself at the end bawling or crying because of. The character, or because of the storyline, and that's the—I feel like that's the magic of Japanese drama. Uh huh. All right. Should we move on to the next question? Yeah. All right. Let's go on to the next question. What is your favorite subject in school? Oh my god! Here we go again. <laughs> Math. <laughs> Come on, be proud. Math, yes, my favorite subject. And、uh, what's interesting is I was talking to my neighbor the other day. Yeah. And he is in school right now, and then、mm-hmm. he is in calculus four. Uh, so, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, he was telling me what he learned. Through calculus, right? And now、yeah. after he told me what he has learned, I was、mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, this reflects life! Can you imagine? Math reflects life." <laughs> well, in a way, it is, right? I, I actually everything is really connected. But like, okay, let me just tell you the short version of what he told me. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, calculus one to the calculus one is very easy to understand. Right, it talks about、uh, uneven area, how to get get its、um, how to calculate its area when it's、mm, uneven.、Okay. Right, calculus in two and three, it starts talking about shapes in three D. Right, the the、mm. the volume rather than shape is only two D. Right, and then now it goes to three、mm. D, and、mm. then calculus three start talking about how like you know when you have. There is is abstract. You can you can't even really imagine. But then it just tell it, you、yeah. just you just learn a lot of、uh, formulas and equations and how to calculate itself or math itself. He said when he was do, going through calculus two and three, he felt like, why why are we learning this? It doesn't make、mm-hmm. no sense, you know. And he just、yeah. felt like somebody made this up. You know, you're you know somebody insane made this up. Why do we have to learn about this? He said now he's in calculus four. And everything he has learned in math come to here,、Either. and it makes sense. And、yeah. um, so you know, then, then he gave me like practical experience, like practical、um, examples, such as like you know, if you pour some oil in a cup and you pour some water in the cup, right? And then if there's a hole on the bottom of this cup and it's leaking at the same time, and then you pour in a different mixture into this cup, and then you want to calculate what is mixed in this cup. You know, <laughs> it's very hard to imagine, right? But then calculus,、uh, you know, gives you a way to calculate this, right? And it's very practical too. You know, in machines and stuff, you know, everything is all mixed together. But then you got to know its mixture, and in order to, you know, that's engineering, right? Basically.、Mm-hmm. But as he was talking about this whole calculus one, two, three, four, I was thinking, and then he was telling me how frustrated he was during calculus two and three. 
Yeah. Isn't that us in life right now? We're just in calculus two and three. Everything is. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people, if they're listening, will disagree <laughs> with you. But it's okay. Let's go on. I think I understand what you're talking trying to say. Yeah, it's like you know, especially in the mid, like in the beginning, everything is simple. You just go to school, you learn, or you do this. You know, everything is laid out, and then in the middle of our life, right? Then you start exploring, you know, is right is wrong or left is left is right. You know, like nobody knows what is right and wrong, you know, but there are guidelines, guidelines, right? You shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. You should do this. There are social guidelines. There are religion guidelines. There's family guidelines. There are culture guidelines, right? You're trying mm-hmm. to follow these different guidelines to go through life. But then really, really, once you get to the end of it, everything makes sense. You want to look back in your life and you realize, okay, it makes sense if to do this is right. It makes sense to do that is right. You know, of course, the right for everybody is different, but we all get to that point. And a lot of times, when we're in the middle, just as when he was in calculus two and three, he was like, "Why am I doing this? Why am I learning this? Why is this this way?" But instead of asking why, just accept and do it, and then at、mm. the end, it will all make sense.、Mm. I never heard anybody put math this way, but it does make sense. Yeah. So,、uh, yeah, my my favorite subject is math. How about yours? <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I've appreciated math more、um, after the higher level classes, and also because in psychology we have to talk about math too. Oh, really?、So. Hmm. Yeah,、oh. so that's why I say I understand when you say math. It's kind of life because a lot of the elements constitute with math. Like think about it all the cell, the cells, and all the generations and everything. We kind of need math to calculate a lot of things. So that's why if you do science, you need to take upper level.、Um, Math.、Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you wouldn't understand. There are a lot of math in- involved in science. Science、mm-hmm. is basically a math-based thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you put in, yeah, so it's the baseline of the whole holistic thing. It goes back to to math. So, but my favorite subject is not math. <laughs> 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 Even though I started to appreciate it. Of course, my favorite subject is psychology.、Mm-hmm. Maybe not psychology one on one. I don't think it's in anybody's favorite bracket, but I think it's just because I like it so much. So no matter what types of psychology class I get in, it's always fascinating. No matter it's the talk, okay, this class talks about MRI, talks about all the imagings, it talks about all the brain and everything. It's just it's fascinating to know what happens in the brain, what part, and it's fascinating to know some of the truth that we were lied to,、mm-hmm. and also. More practical classes, which teaches you how to talk to kids or how to talk to elderlies, and these just no matter what type of psychology class it is, I just find it really interesting. Yeah, I think I I also really like psychology, even though I never took one. But、mm. I remember 
one of the first books that I picked myself when I was in elementary school. You know, it was mm-hmm. always at, you know, schools, you know, books, whatever. One of those books that I picked up from a library it was a psychology book where this, uh-huh, it was this doctor talking about all his patients. And oh. yeah, there's still stories that I still remember. This tactic that he used to uh, help like people who are their life's ending mm. to uh, be positive in the power of the way you think and such. It was a very powerful book, and I was really, I always really liked it. I actually thought about being a psychologist when I was younger, but then after reading that book, I had nightmares for a long time because <laughs> why? Because part of it was really scary. Mm. It was kind of dark. It was really dark. You know, it was mm. a very depressing. Some of them are, you know, really crazy. You know, his patients are, you know. <laughs> So so when when he talked to them and then the things that they they would say to him was uh, very dark and so mm-hmm. I was only in elementary school and I was always been a scaredy cat so after I read that I was like okay this is so fascinating and it's amazing I would love to learn about this but do I really want to meet crazy people <laughs> <laughs> so in my mind as a young child I was like I don't think I can endure that I can you know I can do that so I'm just yeah, that's what my mom said to me when I told her I wanted to be a, a therapist. She says, "Then you need. Are you strong enough? Because you're gonna listen mm-hmm. to many stories that it's heartbreaking. It's really, really tough, mm-hmm. and you might not even be able to help. That's why I said because therapist is only the reason therapist exists is so someone is there with no bias, no judgment." To listen to you mm-hmm. and hopefully guide you to somewhere, but not to resolve your problems. So she told me that you need to be really strong in order to do that. Yeah, I, I truly believe so. It, you have so much to digest at the end of the day yeah. after you know sitting with different people and their problems. I, I don't think I would be good at it. I mean, I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's a great profession, but then I take things to heart too personally, yes. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, I want to go back to school so bad. <laughs> <laughs> go to go to doctorate school then. Yeah, probably, maybe. Thinking about it. Yeah, if you like the practical part of it, if you like the to dig into more meaningful things. Doctor is not a bad choice. I think for me, definitely one day I'll go for a doctorate degree because I love the research part of it. I just love, love it. I love how I come up with an idea that I can study people's mind and then I design Mm. the mathematics and I design how it's going to go, the experiment, and then have people do it. For me, it's interesting, so interesting. And it's fascinating. But you know what the part that you're not going to like? What? The writing part. Yeah, that's true. You got to write like hundreds of pages of paper. Mm-hmm. And be able yeah, to publish it. That, uh-huh, that's something maybe that stopped me going into a doctorate degree. Because the writing... Not necessarily the writing itself, but publishing is very difficult because it doesn't just 
yeah, I can say how many things that I like, and I can write about things that I like. But if the committee doesn't think、mm-hmm. that your idea is going anywhere, then your paper is not going to be published. It's a really tough, really tough environment. Yeah, yeah. So, is there any favorite thing that I haven't asked you that you really want to talk about before we wrap up this episode? I want to talk about favorite routine. What is your favorite routine right now? Oh, favorite routine. <laughs> you know how.、Mm, <clears throat> so the one thing that I am really different from Megan is that I'm not a person of routine, and she <laughs> is totally a routine person. <laughs> <laughs> My day can go anywhere from I wake up at eight and then I eat breakfast and then I go from that and then it can also be I wake up at twelve o'clock and then I don't eat breakfast and blah blah blah. Very different, but I would say one of the routine that I really like and it's. One of the very few routines that I'm still keeping in my life is to drink turmeric water in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's laughing because I talk about it with everyone, and I'm sure I've talked about it to her. I don't know more than ten times because I see how it does to me. It's so good. It makes my face brighter, and it makes me. So much energetic than before because I used to. It's so hard for me. It used to be so hard for me to wake up. I will put the alarm and I will snooze it, and then I will snooze it again and again. I can't get up, and when I get up, I'm not in the zone at all.、Mm-hmm. I get up and I just I'm so tired until later in the day. But now I just find that after maybe three months of drinking turmeric water every single day, it's really for me to get up now. I will just wake up and then I can get into things very easily. I don't I don't feel tired. I don't need coffee anymore. I hardly drink coffee these days now. I don't really need it because I don't feel tired in that sense. Oh,、anymore. that's good. Yeah, good health benefits that it brings. So, what's yours? Out of your a million routines, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Which one would you choose? But right now, my favorite routine is nighttime routine. So it takes me a it takes、mm. it takes me a while to get ready for bed. Bed, yeah. Wash my teeth, and then I use the water pick to clean my teeth, and then wash my face. Do face, uh, face, um, care and with facial care, right? Okay. And then, um. Put on、mm-hmm. lip balm and then moisturize my hands, and then、um, I will get a cup of water, put it on my bed, and then I bought this.、Uh, <laughs> I bought this bag where you can put hot water in there, and then oh yeah, yeah, and I'll do that, and then I will go to my bed and I'll hold this and I'll read the Bible, and then until I'm tired, and then I fall asleep holding my、uh, warm water bag. <laughs> And then she keep asking me why I cannot fall asleep. Why my my sleeping is not so well. I'm like, well, 
maybe this is the reason. But I have to say I respect you because I think that's this is actually the trend right now to be a knit person. A knit person. Yeah. So you're very knit, and you do everything. You do the whole facial thing, and then you're you take life very seriously and very. Elegantly,、mm. that's how it is. Like the trend, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the routine makes me love myself more. Like you know how like ah、oh, you love yourself and da da da, you know, and then、mm. you always have this idea. Okay, I'll do this to love myself more. It's not really a, it's not really um. Idea. It's really what you do. You know, it boils down to what you do. Yeah. So,、uh, it, when. These little things add up into a routine, and then it's fully for me. You know, every single little thing that makes me happy. You know, then you automatically love yourself. You know, that's the definition of loving yourself. I just, yeah, that's what self love、yeah. is right now. That you have to do everything to take care of yourself and the things you love. So if all those steps that you love to do, might as well、mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, just an example how much we're different than this. I'm a girl that I can skip all those <laughs> steps and just go straight to bed. I can't anymore. No matter how tired I am, I, I, I will have to do these steps. <laughs> I don't know. I think till the end, maybe it becomes. No, I think it's good. I think it's good. People, you are called. 精致的猪猪女孩 ，Why? Why? Why? Um, it's a cute, it's a cute name.、Huh? It's not. How would I know how it came up? <laughs> I just know. I just know you're a self-loved little beautiful piggy girl. <laughs> so I can never. I. That's actually my goal. My goal is become a 精致的猪猪女孩 but I can never.、Yes, can. I think turmeric water is my only 精致 part of my life. Creating a routine really starts with slow things, you know, one thing at a time, you know. Exactly. I have my turmeric water. It's、yeah. one thing. Maybe after a couple of years, it's gonna take me ten years. <laughs> Not ten years. Maybe a couple of years later, you add on to another thing, another thing, another thing. I have another routine that's really good, but I don't know if I should. I can talk about it in this <laughs> in our podcast. Okay.、Uh, on that note, we can wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Just us rambling about our favorite things. Hopefully, it triggers you to think about your favorite things. And. Till next, Til next time. time.